The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to part three of our Systems podcast episodes and I want to talk to you a little bit about production and developing a system of production in your business. Now a lot of you guys out there do not have a system for production. I'm going to give you the best way to begin one. It starts with the letter N and ends with the letter O. No. Say no. And I don't mean turn down work. I mean be focused on what you're good at. Now in the painting business I talk to contractors about you know, what kind of services they offer. Yes or no, answer this silently. I know it's hard to communicate back with me because you're listening to this. But if you do commercial work, residential work, you paint cabinets, um, new construction, you do apartments, that right there, I just listed five different types of businesses. And when I bring that up to somebody, they're like, oh yeah, I guess you're kind of right. Why? Because you can have a very successful cabinet coating company. You can have a very successful new construction business. You can have a very successful residential painting business. You can have a very successful commercial only business. And you can have a very successful apartment flipping business. Okay. All of these are different ways to paint structures, but they come with a different set of standards, a different type of customer, a different type of, uh, you know, uh, set of pricing. It's all different. Okay. So let's get in a little bit deeper residential. Okay. Could we have a business that only does exteriors? Could we have a business that only does interiors? Absolutely. I've heard of them and I know they're successful. So if you can have so many types of businesses, these sub, uh, categories of painting, if you're doing and dabbling in each one, you're you're really not creating a system at all. Essentially, you'll take a new construction from a builder. You'll generate some business as a residential contractor. You'll take on a commercial job. You'll do some cabinets. And it's confusing to your workers. It's way more labor intensive than it needs to be. Um, and it can't be uh, predicted and you can't duplicate the results. Okay. So when I first started my business, I did not take any interior work for six months. The first six months of my business, I did no interiors. Why? Well, because I wasn't confident that we were good enough to get in there and do interiors um, until we had a system for how we do exteriors. I wanted to perfect it because some of you guys know my story. I did not know how to paint in the outside of a house. So here in Florida, exteriors are huge. I mean, this is a big part of our market here because the sun just crushes the siding here. So for me, I wanted to get really good at just exteriors. So we were like an exterior only company. And getting back to the first statement I made in this episode was saying no. I said no to a lot of people. I said no to people that could have paid me thousands of dollars to paint the inside of their house. And the reason why is, is because I was focused on my goal. And my goal was, I want to make sure that there's no question about how we do exteriors. Now, let me break down what that system looks like for us so you can understand. 
number one, it's about how many people I put on the job. In the beginning, I had three guys working in exterior that does not include me. And we're past the point of me telling you to get out of the production. You know that that should be your first goal. For me, that was my goal from the very beginning. So I had three guys working the exterior. I had to coordinate who was going to be going to pressure wash, right? So we have to have to make sure that the house is pressure washed before we start. The second part of it um, is making sure the prep work is done the same way every single job. So we'd go in, we trench the perimeter, we put plastic and tape on the windows, we put primer on the walls, we'd fill the cracks, you know, we'd sand down doors, we'd do all of the necessary prep work the same way for every single house. Then it came time for painting. Okay, well, when we spray soffits, you know, we have one person holding a shield. We have another person spraying. We have one person making sure that the overspray is not getting on the roof. Um, this was very beginner, but it was also a system. And we did this system so much that when I left the job to go do estimates, the guys kept my system. <laughs> that was the purpose of the whole exercise for six months was to make sure that when I left the job, that my guys were implementing the system that we developed. And that turns into making sure that you have a manager there that you can hold responsible saying, hey man, all right, this is how I want it done. This is how it needs to be done. This is how we're going to do it. And you, part of your production is understanding that you also have to be a leader in a sense where you have to be comfortable delegating tasks to people. Same deal with, uh, let's just say picking up paint in the morning. Who's picking up the paint, right? That's a system. Um, who's going to be greeting the homeowner in the morning? That's a system. Who's going to be walking around with the homeowner at the end of the job? That's a system. All of these things need to be in place. And remember, we're talking about developing a franchise model in a small business that, yeah, maybe you don't want to start a franchise. That's totally fine. But there's some really good strategy in a franchise model. And I, I totally believe that you should be developing that in your business. And that is just being able to hand the keys over to somebody and say, hey, this is how we do it. This is how we do sales. This is how we do marketing. This is how we do production. Here you go. I'm going to package all this together. Why? Because that frees you. And, you know, freedom is why we create a business in the first place. Some of you guys are in a business and you're working way harder than you need to be. And all that is is because you don't have a system in place. Okay. Um, and that's the purpose of our conversation today. So we talk about the, the word no. And if you're taking on cabinet jobs, if you're taking on small projects, if you're taking on things that don't align with building that system of production, then, you know, to be honest, you're just going to be, you know, spinning your wheels because I'm not saying you can't take these things. I'm saying perfect one and then expand. So for now in my business, like we perfected exterior painting then we perfected interior painting now if we want to take on cabinets or we want to take on any commercial work we can do that but we won't deviate far away from what our foundational system of production is if that makes sense so thinking about your business and how you're doing things what jobs are you taking that's that's straying you away from creating that simple system in your business that you can delegate the same tasks to to give your manager um, a set of things that he needs to do, but you're also giving your your uh, employees and your laborers the ability to get really good at one thing. And you know, a lot of you guys are bringing on new guys, and you're having them do commercial work, you're having them do residential work, you're having them do you know new construction work, and you're having them you know paint cabinets. And it's like to me that would be really frustrating because it's hard 
to develop someone's skill if they're just doing four different types of subcategories of painting, um, you know, and they're not really getting a chance to, you know, be really good at one. You know, I have a, a, a really good friend of mine who I'd really like to have on this podcast. You guys will get to, you know, hear about his story. And uh, he has a cabinet coating company. And, you know, that's all they do. They won't paint insides of houses. They won't paint outsides of houses. And they're very successful because they have a system. They have a shop. They have a system of production, how they get the doors, how they, you know, who, who's in charge of, you know, prepping, who's in charge of spraying the doors at the shop. Like it's such a system and it works great. And now he's in a position where he just needs to generate the leads, sell the jobs, and the system of production takes care of the rest. And that's where you should be in your business. You should not be a slave to each one of these areas of business. And here's where I'm going to wrap up this little three-part mini-series where I really help you guys understand that you really need to get yourself in a position where you can like not go to work for a week and your business still operates. And when you get to that point, you've made it. And I want to really help you understand that until you start zeroing in on each area, just these three areas for now, marketing, sales, and production, find that system of marketing that develops you a consistent lead flow that is putting yourself in the position to acquire new business. Okay. Being on the highway, we talked about that system of sales from acquisition to retention, being able to get someone from a lead to an opportunity to sit in front of somebody, to have a good solid presentation, to have structured pricing. Okay. To have a solid phone greeting and a CRM guys. We talk about a CRM that's, that's elementary in your business. And then the third part of it is the last part. We talk about production. Stop grabbing all these different areas of, of, of work and just focus in on one. Zero your marketing into one area, whether it's cabinets, whether it's commercial, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. Get really good at one. And then if you want to expand, expand. But make sure that you perfect one first. You know, you can have a team of three guys just do new construction. And if you want to expand, have a team of three guys that just do residential. And if you really want to get crazy, have another team of two guys that just do cabinets. If, if that's what, you know, scratches your itch, whatever it is, make sure you have a system. So if you got anything out of this, please share this podcast with a friend, uh, with a coworker, with a partner, anyone who you think would benefit from this. Head over to tradethrive.com, guys. We are setting up websites now. And we are offering SEO. So if you're interested in any of those two things, head over to tradethrive.com. I'm happy to help you guys uh, get your business to the next level. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at contractor coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So Get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.